Julie and Matt here with another great resource from one of our friends. Parents, do you ever wonder how to teach your little ones about missionaries? Go tell everyone. Nine Missionaries Who Shared the Good News shows kids how missionaries throughout history have obeyed Jesus' command to tell everyone. This interactive board book introduces nine different missionaries such as Lottie Moon, Adoniram Judson, and Lilius Trotter. And it tells about the countries where they served. Ultimately, Go Tell Everyone helps kids understand that anyone can tell everyone about Jesus. To learn more, visit GoTellEveryoneBook.com. Again, that's GoTellEveryoneBook.com. listening to God's Big Story, a podcast for kids. Every week we teach the Bible, sing the Bible, and talk about what it means with a friend or two. I'm your host, Julie, and I'm here again with my special co-host, Brad. Hey, Julie. Hey, listeners. Uh, Brad, why are you whispering? And what's with that pile of stuff in your hands? I'm whispering because, well, wait a minute. Gotta set it down here. There we go. Got it. Whew. Julie, that's no pile of stuff. It's my masterpiece. And I was whispering because it's really fragile. And I was afraid loud noises would ruin the whole thing. Oh, okay. I I think I get it. So you took some paper and straws and tissue and cotton balls and stuck them together to create a masterpiece. Am I right? Julie, you have a lot to learn about art. What may look like a bunch of stuff stuck together to you is a work of art to another. Well, I think you may be right about that, Brad. I definitely don't know that much about art, but I do appreciate that you made something all by yourself that you love. Making art is a good gift from God. Thanks, Julie. But you know, I'm having a hard time figuring out how to keep my masterpiece from getting broken or worse, blowing away. As I said, it's very fragile. Got any ideas? Hmm, well, let me see. You know, I've heard that sometimes people who make fancy art put it in a museum where people take care of it for them and then other people can come and look at it. Excellent idea, Julie. You know, I just so happen to have a new friend who works in a museum. She's called a curator. say curator hey it's my new friend miss liz miss liz this is my good friend julie pleasure to meet you both how's life at the museum today miss liz well let's see today i'm carefully curating collected collectibles for curious crowds how could it be any better wow say that five times fast Carefully curating collected collectibles for curious crowds. Carefully curating... Okay, Brad, 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 Brad. We can practice that later. That's a fun game. But for now, let's not waste a moment that we have with Miss Liz. Julie and Brad, I presume you are here for a reason. Is there a picture I can help you paint? An idea I can help you fire up? Or a question I can authenticate? She talks so fancy. What should we say? Leave it to me, Julie. Miss Liz, we would like to know if you could be of service in answering our queries regarding a temporary habitat for my most valued masterpiece. Julie, that was good, right? Nailed it! So you've made a masterpiece, have you, Brad Hugh? How exquisite! 
Have you brought this treasure with you today? I sure have. You can look at it, but maybe don't touch it. It's really fragile. And, well, some of the glue isn't quite as sticky as I hoped. Well, lucky for you, dear boy, Gentle is my middle name. Gentle. Gentle. Of course. The way you handle fragile items is with gentleness. Brad, did you hear that? I sure did. And according to our verse, Galatians 5, 22 through 23, gentleness is the next fruit of the Spirit we get to learn about. Am I right? You sure are. Miss Liz, today we're learning about the fruit of the Spirit called gentleness. You just mentioned being gentle. Can you help us maybe understand how Brad's art relates to that fruit of the Spirit? How marvelous. Let's start with my role as curator. A curator is a caretaker or keeper. Here at the museum, my job is to be the caretaker for items that are precious or valuable. Some of the items I care for are very old and delicate or fragile. All of the items need care, attention, and a gentle touch. If I were to throw things around, forget to wear my gloves, or take things out of their protective cases, they might break or get ruined. I take great care to handle all of the treasures in the museum with gentleness, caring for items that do not belong to me, but have great value to those who created them. Miss Liz, what an awesome privilege you have been given in care for people's most precious and valuable creations. And do you know what creation is most precious to God? People! Indubitably so. If I show gentleness with pieces of art of human creation... How much more gentleness should I show to God's most precious creation, people? Wow, Miss Liz, I don't know if my masterpiece is as valuable as the rest of what's in your museum, but it means a lot to me, and I know you'll be so gentle with my creations. Thank you for taking the time to teach us about what you know about gentleness. You're welcome, Julie and Brad. I hope I have helped you exhibit gentleness to all things, but especially to God's most valued creation, people. Our story today comes from the Bible. The Bible is God's true word. It is from God and about God, and it is true. Let's pray and ask God to help us listen and understand his word. God, thank you so much for your word. And thank you for Jesus, who is the truth. And thank you for the Holy Spirit, who helps us understand who you are and what you have done. Amen. Last week, we got to spend some time learning about the faithfulness of Nehemiah to help us understand the fruit of the Spirit, faithfulness. We've learned that when we love and trust Jesus, he gives us the Holy Spirit to help us be more like Jesus. The Bible tells us that when we walk by the Holy Spirit, we will bear fruit, the fruit of the Spirit. We've spent lots of time on God's big story talking about Jesus and many of the amazing things he did when he was on earth. Jesus did miracles like heal people's body and walk on water. He spent lots of time teaching people about God because he wanted them to have hearts that loved and trusted him. Many times when Jesus was teaching, he would use a parable. Do you remember what a parable is? A parable is a story that teaches a lesson. Today, we're going to learn about one of the parables Jesus taught, the parable of the prodigal son. So one day when Jesus was teaching a big group of people about God, he told them this story. He said, once there was a father who had two sons, and the younger son asked his father to give him something very special and very valuable. He asked his father to give him 
everything that was going to be his after his father died. You see, in those days, a father would give his sons everything he had after he died, his house, his land, his animals, but his father was still alive. The younger son didn't want to wait, so he asked his father to give him his share of the money early, and his father did. How do you think that made the father feel? He was probably hurt and sad. A few days later, the son packed up his things, left home, and went away to a far-off land to have lots and lots of fun doing very bad and foolish things. The son spent his father's money very quickly on things he did not need. That's why he's called the prodigal son, because the word prodigal means to give or spend recklessly, and he spent a lot of money very quickly. When all the money was spent, the son had no other way to make money, so he took a very dirty job. He fed stinky, smelly pigs in their stinky, smelly food. The Bible even says the son was so poor and so hungry, he wished he could eat the stinky, smelly food he was feeding to the pigs. He had been foolish and needed help. The son knew what he should do. He should go back to his father's house and apologize. So let's get an even closer look at what Jesus said the prodigal son planned to do from the Bible. If you're at home, open up your Bible with me. The passage we're going to read is in the New Testament, the book of Luke, chapter 15, verses 17 through 19. I'll give you a moment to find it. Luke 15, 17 through 19. Remember, it's always okay to ask for help if you need it. And if you don't have a Bible with you right now, that's okay too. You can just listen closely. Okay, is everyone ready? Luke 15, 17 through 19 says, But when he came to himself, he said, How many of my father's hired servants have more than enough bread, but I perish here with hunger? I will arise and go to my father, and I will say to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before you. I am no longer worthy to be called your son. Treat me as one of your hired servants. He thought his father would be upset and disappointed with him for spending all his money. Perhaps his father wouldn't even want to talk to him or be with him anymore. He wasn't sure, but he needed help, so he started walking home to try and work for his father. As the son was walking, while he was still far away, his father saw him coming home. How do you think the father felt when he saw his son? Angry? Happy? (laughs) The father was actually so happy to see his son that he came running down the road to see him and give him a big giant hug. The son started to apologize and ask the father to treat him like a hired servant, but the father didn't listen. Let's continue reading in our Bibles to see what the father says. Luke 15, 20 through 24 says, And he arose and came to his father. But while he was still a long way off, his father saw him and felt compassion and ran and embraced him and kissed him. And the son said to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before you. I am no longer worthy to be called your son. But the father said to his servants, Bring quickly the best robe and put it on him and put a ring on his hand and shoes on his feet and bring the fattened calf and kill it and let us eat and celebrate. For this my son was dead and is alive again. He was lost and is found, and they began to celebrate. Whoa, the father was so happy that his son came home that he threw him a big party with the best food. He hugged him and kissed him and gave him new sandals and a robe and a ring. 
Does hugging and kissing and throwing a party and giving gifts sound like the father was angry or harsh? No way. It sounds like love and gentleness. Jesus told us this story to help his listeners and us understand how much God loves us. Just like the father was so excited when his son came home, God is even more excited and happy when one of his children gets a new heart that loves and trusts Jesus. God loves his children, and nothing they could ever do would ever change that. God does not treat his most precious creation, people, angrily or harshly. Instead, God shows us his love through gentleness. When we love and trust Jesus, he gives us the Holy Spirit to help us be gentle with others too. With help, we can show others what God is like by choosing to be gentle with all people. Hey parents, are you looking for an inspiring read for your little ones? Well, we've got something special for you. Introducing Kids in the Bible, a storybook Bible about God's children. This new book by Caroline Saunders features a collection of 33 captivating stories from the Bible, all centered around kids, just like yours. Ever wondered about the adventures of young Miriam, Samuel, or even a certain young Jesus? Kids in the Bible takes you on a journey through the lives of these remarkable children, showcasing how God's big plans unfold through even the smallest of us. Each story is a treasure trove of courage, faith, and the boundless love of God. Whether it's a young warrior's bravery or a girl who defies death or the miraculous journey of a baby who changed the world forever, there's something for every young heart to connect with. So parents, if you want your kids to discover the wonders of the Bible in a fun and engaging way, visit kidsinthebiblebook.com today. Let your little ones be a part of God's special plan to bless the world. You just heard God's word. Let's play a game to see what you've learned. We call it Five-second fly-through review. And our new friend, Miss Liz, is back to play our game with us. Tell us how to play, Miss Liz. All right. We're going to ask you six questions. You'll have five seconds to think of the answer. When the timer runs out, let's shout out our answers together and see if you got it right. Okay, everyone. Are you ready? Here Here we we go. go. Okay. Question number one. Which fruit of the Spirit did we learn about today? Gentleness. Question number two. A parable is a... Story. Question number three. The prodigal son spent all of his father's... Money. Question number four. When the son returned home, was his father mad? No. Question number five. How did the father show gentleness to the son? Threw him a party. Gave him a robe and and kisses. kisses. Last question. Question number six. Through the Holy Spirit, God's people can show... Gentleness. How did you do? Did you learn something new about God today from the Bible? Were you reminded of something good, true, or beautiful that you already knew? We hope so. 
but now it's time to live like it's true. This week, make a list or draw a picture of some things you're thankful for. When we are thankful, it's easier to be gentle with others. Now, let's worship together by singing a song that will help us remember that God is good. about one big God. And if you'd like to read more about today's story, you can turn to Luke 15 anytime and read it together as a family, maybe over dinner. For more information or details about the show, be sure to check out this episode's description or visit tvcresources.net. And tune in next time to God's Big Story. We'll see you again real soon. Bye.